Hello out there, it's me again. My name is Otzi and this is the God Kind. What's the God Kind? I am. What's the God Kind? You are. My life is the God Kind. Your life too. Awesome, awesome. You're welcome. Let's get into it, shall we? Awesome. Okay, so it's amazing that it's already July and it's just awesome. It's just awesome. I was supposed to do a podcast on Tuesday, but then I'm like, Thursday is July 1st. So let's make it special. And here we are today. Here we are today. How are you? How's your week? Okay, so I've divided this um episode today into five segments. And the first segment, I'm talking about something um striking that happened last week. Actually, this week because it was Sunday this week that it happened. Now, what happened? I had um, a meeting with a group of young people and it was spontaneous. I had not seen them in church for a while, so when I saw them, I just was so excited and I wanted us to get to talk. I wanted us to have fellowship. I wanted us to know. I wanted to know how they were doing. So what happened was we went out. So I took them out to an eatery in a mall. It was fun. We sat down there and we were talking. We got talking. In fact, from from um, joining to the mall already, we were already excited and we were already talking. So there, there were a group of three, a group of three young men, and they were talking about their life, and they talked about their life, each one of them, and something remarkable just kept forming in my spirit. And I listened to them, they're young people, probably between 20 and 25 men, and they were all unique. Maybe I would upload their pictures, on the podcast today but they were also unique and the way they spoke about their stories was also unique and their ambitions and their dreams and what they do and what their beliefs are it was all awesome and i was just inspired now something was forming in my spirit and what was that um the fact that you can be everything that you want to be when you're young growing up one year old as a human being you can be anything and everything you want to be but it will not be enough it will not be enough if you do not have something to tie it to if you do not have something to center it to center you right from when i was just like a teenager i've always said christ grounds me christ centers me you know 
Christ puts me together. Christ is everything to me. And I was meant to like talk to these young people. And that was what came to my spirit. And I just said to them, I'm going to tell you what I told them. You know, I told them that you have the liberty, you have the freedom to be anything you want to be. But it can't be enough. It won't be enough if it is not in Christ. To be everything you want to be. Let your identity, let your place be Christ. Let your place be Christ. Let your identity be Christ. You know, I told them that I'm not so old, but I'm sure I was older than all of them. And I told them that despite all the dreams I've had growing up and all the dreams that I've accomplished and those that I've not accomplished, especially those that I have accomplished, the most important thing that makes me feel fulfilled, the most important thing that makes me keep going is the fact that I am their leader, one. The fact that God knows my name too. The fact that I have a place in the heart of God. I have a place in the church. Three. is The fact that I can pray with authority. I can pray for anybody. I can make demands. I can claim nations. I can, I can, you know, take charge of nations and take charge of anything. Basically, I have authority in the name of Jesus four so it all came down to the fact that it was my identity in christ that brought me fulfillment that was the only thing that was enough for me and i told them it doesn't matter what you do in life it doesn't matter what you get in life it will not be enough until you have your identity you have that identity in christ so that was it i said that to them and I made a, a mental note that I was also going to say it here. And after that, after we talked, we all just went, um, um, what do you call it now? We went window shopping. It was fun. And it was also rich. So that's it. Okay, for me, right, I would really love to, like, dig in to see trends in my love life i would love to dig in to see um yes trends and to just give myself some hope and some encouragement from where i'm coming from one one thing i have noticed is most people, when they miss it in their first re- relationship, when um, their first relationship doesn't go well, it's hard for them to bounce back and find their feet and, you know, I feel like the first relationship is very important, right? The first relationship is very, very important. And 
and if people miss it, if people miss it at that stage. You know, it, it kind of affects them. For me personally, I find myself not my first relationship per se, but like my first real relationship. Yes, I find myself always going back to talk to this person. I find myself when I'm like struggling with other relationships, I find myself like wanting to just go back to him and just like talk to him. I know we can't get back together, but just the fact that this person understands me, you know. And why why did these first relationships not work? How many of them work? How many of them don't work? You find people that stick together. I don't know. I'm not I'm not an authority in this, but most people that get married to their first boyfriends or first girlfriends. It's I I, I hope they survive. I hope their marriage survive. Because I've seen movies where their relationships don't thrive. And they say, okay, this is the only man I've dated or something. But I just want to believe that maybe they do that. I don't know. I don't know. I can't. I can't. I can't say. I can't say. But what I know is, first relationships are always memorable, and they always leave a lasting impression in people's lives. And if the first relationship didn't go well, it's it sets the tone for subsequent relationships because you, 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 you've been hot, so you keep thinking. Um, um, I keep thinking about that hot thing, how not to get out again. You know, so that's one thing about love. Relationships. That's one thing about love relationships. Another thing is the capacity for love, right? Capacity for love is very important. You find some people that are not just capable of true love. There are many reasons why you find people that just keep messing their relationships up, even when they don't want to. There are many reasons why, but for me, I believe that one of the most important reasons why people may be incapable of love, even though they want it, is probably because they've not experienced the love of Christ. If you've not experienced the love of Christ, you don't know what true love is, and you can't talk about you, you cannot show it to someone else. You may want to, but you don't have the capacity for it. Yes, because knowing how that someone loved you even before you were created, knowing how that someone loved you even before you had the ability to love them back or 
had the ability to give something back to them. You know, there is a way it just um, creates in you a capacity to love other people. And okay, fine. Another aspect is you're a human being and you know how you mess up all the time. Knowing that Jesus loves you regardless of your mess-ups and your failures and shortcomings, having a relationship with Jesus and seeing how he loves you, how he expresses his love to you, discovering, getting knowledge about the love of Christ for you, builds in you a capacity for true love. It, It builds in you a capacity to love other people. Now, I'm not very exposed. I've not really like been in so many relationships. I've met diverse people. But occasionally, I've met some people that are not in Christ. And the way they talk about love, like it's a struggle. The way they talk about relationships they've been in and how they've been cheated on and how they've been heartbroken brutally. The way you see people handling love, their love lives, you love according to them, they would love somebody and then they would hurt the person, cheat on the person. They just do things and they can't even explain why they're doing these things. I've I've um I've seen, I've heard those kind of relationships for people that are not born again and it just makes me, you know think of it this way that they don't even have the capacity you can't love when you don't even know what true love is now i don't know if christians that know the love of christ still do those those um very horrible things to people they love but i've not really learned of those things i think it's milder for christians and people that have accepted the love of christ so that's my rationale for talking about this. But aside from that, the word of God still talks about it. Talks about the depth, the width, the height, you know, of God's love for us. And you first you first need to know what true love is before you can give it. And that's another reason why I I, I can't I, I can't find myself falling for people that are not born again i can't find myself falling for people that don't know christ because first of all they do not even have the capacity to don't have the capacity to love me truly you understand so okay okay guys all right so um another thing i want to talk about is the struggle for finding the one among the ones. Every time I've met a, a guy I liked, or I met a guy I was attracted to, and we started talking about the possibility of getting married and spending our forever together, I have always found myself thinking about what if that one person that is the one, that one person that I always see in my fantasies and in my dreams, 
now what if that one person what if that one person was still out there now that's a red flag i've used it as a red flag whenever i would meet a guy i'm attracted to if i could still think about there being the one out there for me then i would say mm, maybe i'm not really into this guy as much as i think now has there been any relationship i was in and i couldn't just think of any other person being the one aside from the person i was with no mm-hmm. emphatically no but there's been relationships where i would say regardless of if there was someone else being the one I would also make this person I'm with be the one. I would give him the one privileges. And I would, you know, make him the one. So there have been people that I wanted to make that sacrifice for. But I have always just imagined what if that person was still out there? What if that person was still out there? Now, maybe there will be one day that I would meet somebody and I would no that is shadow of a doubt that there is no one else out there that this is a person mm, it's a decision i think there will be no magical hormone or magical um thoughts that would make me know that this person is the one to just be a decision that this is the person i want to make the one <laughs> Um, there's always this face, there's always this temperament, there's always this aura that I get from that person in my dreams and that person that I know is going to be the person that I spend the rest of my life with. And I look for it in men when I meet them. Men that I'm, I'm mutually attracted to. Or men that I have mutual attraction with. I look for those things. I look for the face. I look for the feeling. I look for the aura. Of my person. Of my. The one. In you know. These myriads of men I come across. You know. There's just many things to think about. Even right now. I'm thinking that what if I meet that person. That I get those vibes from. And the person doesn't give me the vibe back. My person gives me the vibe back. That's one thing that makes him the one. You know, so when I would meet that person and the person would give me those vibes, I would know he's the one. Another thing is, what if this person in my dreams, this perfect person, not perfect, but this person in my dreams, what if the person doesn't exist? That's one question that's been on my mind. What if I just have to do my pros and cons and do that and make the decision to stay with one of the people that I'm meeting, one of the multiple, one of the myriads of the ones that I'm meeting, you know? So that is it. So that, that, that's it. Lately, ah, as I draw closer and closer to settling down, I just keep thinking, what if that person is still out there? And if I'm in a relationship or if I'm starting out something with a guy and I can still find myself drawn to something out there, it's a red flag for me. It's a serious red flag.
you know so i don't know if you guys <laughs> feel the same way i would love to hear messages you guys could leave me messages right thank you yes 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 i just remembered something uh, i was listening to andrea days amen and i just remembered something that happened yesterday um okay so here it is this week i met someone and i was excited and the possibility that he could have been the one and the many other stories i have already shared earlier in today's um episode but there's something this man said he said i don't know if you want to take this um journey with me i don't know if you want your committed to um starting a relationship with me but if you are happy where you are it's fine we can just be friends now there are two sides to this statement now somebody's coming to meet me first off and this person you come in with a proposal you came to meet me with your proposal it wasn't like we found each other no you found me and you are asking me out right and then you're saying do you want to do this it's fine if you don't want to do this it's fine first of all that is somehow i don't know i just i I just thought i just feel it's not powerful but i digress now the remarkable and beautiful thing that makes me that made me um relate to andrea's song or the remarkable thing i remembered while listening to andrea's song is when he said if you're happy where you are stay there you don't have to come on this journey with me now as i'm a romantic as i am as as not obsessed really but as interested as i am in romance and companionship the fact that i would choose to be by myself because i'm happy by myself rather than seizing an opportunity that could possibly you know be the opportunity with the one the fact that i'm choosing to be by myself it just it just gave me this a euphoric experience you know right now it's giving it to me and also when it happened i just felt so proud of myself i just felt so happy with myself that even after everything after everything i might actually be happy by myself i am actually happy by myself and the only thing the only person that is going to make me come out of this comfort zone, this happy zone, is the person Jesus brings. And as much as I cannot wait to meet him, I am also, you know, happy that I have some time to enjoy where I am. Okay, guys. Thank you. 
okay guys so today is our one month anniversary on this podcast yay i just want to say um good job i just want to tell myself good job tell myself well done tell myself how proud i am of myself you know i've always i've always wanted to share my story i've always wanted to definitely be heard because i've always felt like i have so much going on inside and the world just have to have access to you know the wealth that is inside of me in my mind my creativity so i've always i've always um nurtured my creative side i've kept a journal i know those have been private but you know the fact that i can just articulate my thoughts i've kept a diary my diaries used to be very like um what was the word now they used to be very dramatic they used to be very you know elaborate uh i kept a diary from when i was like maybe six seven or something and then i've kept a blog so many years i think i started keeping a blog from when i was around 20 um 29 this year and that's like nine years that i've kept a blog and now i'm keeping a podcast you know it's it's been transition it transitioned from my diary to my blog now to a podcast and Starting the podcast in this season that I'm in was not, you know, very easy. But I'm proud of myself that I started anyways to talk, talk about everything, talk about it. Even though my voice is not as um, soothing as I would want it to be or as people would want to hear it. But I started anyway and I've done four episodes this um from June first and I'm just so excited and I'm I'm gonna hang in there and I'm going to keep expecting that I would get feedbacks from people. <laughs> I don't know what I would do the first day. I don't know what I would do the first day if somebody leaves me a message. <laughs> I don't know what I'll do the first day. I don't know if they follow. There's the option to follow on Anchor. I don't. I'm not. I've not checked. I don't know what I'll do the first day. I get my first follow. Uh, but I cannot. I cannot just wait. And I know that we're doing this to rapture. But till there's another platform. But I'm going to keep sharing content. I'm going to keep sharing my story. I'm going to keep expressing myself and. I'm so glad that I get to do it with you and I'm so glad that you take any interest in me or what I have to say. So thank you so much for an amazing first month and I look forward to an awesome July with you. Cheers guys.